This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to Disruptive CEO Nation, where company founders, entrepreneurs, and cutting-edge thinkers drop in from around the globe to share startup stories, insider insights, and hard-earned success lessons. Now, here's your host, a woman who mastered business by placing heels on the ground all over the world, having worked with and coached CEOs and senior leaders from over 90 countries, and who wants you to build your best business future, Allison K. Summers. Well, welcome to this episode of Disruptive CEO Nation. We're going over to Poland today, and we are going to talk about all things tech, including deep tech. So if you have an interest in knowing what trends are that you should know for 2023, hey, hang on and, and take a listen. We are going to speak to Shemek Slutler, and we are going to hear all about how he has built DAC Digital a company with over 150 very talented individuals delivering wonderful things in over 20 countries, um, all from the continent of Europe. And so, hey, welcome to the program. Give our audience an idea of what wonderful and delightful things DAC delivers to the world. Uh, well, hello. Uh, thank you very much for <clears throat> being here. Uh, it's a great honor and pleasure. So uh, my name is Przemek Schletter, and I'm a co-founder and CEO of DEC Digital. Uh, I started the company in 2009, so it's almost 14 years right now of uh, doing business. So uh, today, uh, DEC uh, is one of the Europe's uh, fastest growing currently-based emerging tech company, as you said, with over 150 uh, individuals working on board uh, and serving customers uh, in plenty of countries uh, in the States, uh, in Europe, also in Asia, so every almost every continent. Uh, and uh, we work for every type of business, from startups to corporates, um, providing high-quality services of software and hardware um, development, of course, including uh, so-called deep tech domains like uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, computer vision uh, solutions, etc. What uh, makes us um, different, uh, I would say, from, from the crowd uh, is uh, that from the beginning, from the beginning of the company, our DNA is R&D and uh, not only technology, but also scientific um, excellence. Uh, so uh, a significant part of the team um, uh, are people with PhD um, degrees, uh, and that really helps us uh, to deliver uh, top services, top high quality services. Well, and I always tell my listeners that your best service partner might not be where you think they are. They they might be someplace else altogether. All and one of the things I love when we head over to your website and we we like people, if you're near a computer, to go ahead and, um, and take a, a look at uh, DAC Digital is I love the theme, changing ideas into digital products. And I really appreciate that you brought right out of the scientific difference because you get that impression right away when you when you go to your website and you explore things because I 
as somebody that speaks to a lot of CEOs in the tech space, there is a difference. Um, and you all have a lot of awards that help um, punctuate the fact that it's it's different. Um, so let's take a roll back on how you founded DAC Digital and, and where this passion came from of yours to not only build a company, but but build a company in a way that was different and unique. So, uh, of course, it all started uh, quite early, uh, as I discovered, like, still in primary school, that I want to do something on my own. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, that impression uh, was covered for years with the dust. Uh, and um, during my studies uh, at Gdańsk University of Technology, uh, I finally decided that uh, right after studies, I need to run my own business for several reasons. First of all, um, I felt that, uh, and, and I still feel like that, that creating something from scratch uh, uh, gives me a lot of satisfaction and motivation uh, just to just to live and just to you know operate. Uh, I always believed in uh, technology that it can change the world, but uh, particularly it can uh, affect uh, very positively uh, the quality of life or, or of the ordinary people. So uh, it was my idea from the beginning that I want to uh, have a technology company, regardless, of course, uh, of the field of studies I was studying because it was uh, IT. And so, so it was uh, very um uh, connected with, um, uh, with with my motivations, as I said, um, I moved uh, from Poland to for a couple of years uh, abroad, and uh, I studied in England. Also worked uh, uh, as, as my first um, professional experience in Spain uh, as an IT engineer, and I noticed uh, uh, back then that uh, we have great engineers, especially software and IT engineers in Poland, and uh, uh, were they uh, always. Uh, uh, were one of the best people uh, in the companies uh, during the studies. So uh, also uh, it was uh, my great uh, uh, ambition uh, to expose them a bit more to the world, uh, that Polish people, that Polish engineers are uh, the great ones. And I can see it right now, uh, working with customers from different countries, how impressed they are with the results that we can deliver as a company, as engineers. So this is great. And this was also one of my motivations to, uh, to build my own company. Uh, and because of the people, because of uh, because I know that uh, they are greatly talented, dedicated, uh, I always wanted to um, create uh, a very uh, quality jobs, to be honest, mm -hmm. uh, and, and place where people uh, can feel that they um, not only work, but uh, they can express themselves, uh, they can um, um, expand their minds, etc., uh, so, so that is why I wanted to uh, DC to be this kind of place. Uh, also, uh, to be able to uh, compensate our employees and our coworkers uh, uh, in the way that their quality of life and their family's quality of life uh, uh, could increase and be uh, very good. And of course, it leads to the last thing: um, if you have successful company, it's of course easier for yourself to have a good life for you, for your family, for your kids. So this is uh, also one of the things that uh, um, pushed me to to be an entrepreneur. Well, and and again, as, as we've already established, this concept of wanting to be a leading company um, and 
in Poland and showing the world what this talented group of people can do. Um, it's really paying off. Let's talk about trends and and some of the things that your customers are coming to you for. Um, you specifically mentioned when we talked about what trends you're seeing in deep tech and, and AI. And um, so, so give us a little idea of some of the things you're working on or that you're watching in the industry. Um, there are plenty of things that I cannot uh, um, talk uh, in details, to be honest, because uh, some of the projects are uh, under NDA, of course. Some of them we are patenting uh, currently with our clients. Mm -hmm. uh, so this is uh, really like you know state-of-the-art technologies. Uh, but, um, for example, one of the things I can say, uh, we are working uh, almost for one year right now. We've been working on, on the system of... Uh, eye tracking, uh, but not with the use of very sophisticated and complicated cameras, but but with the use of a regular smartphone, any type of smartphone. So uh, we can see where um, the user, where the, where the people look at the screen at the moment. Uh, and this might be uh, used for uh, several things, like for example, for uh, measuring uh, the attractiveness of uh, movies for example, uh, of uh, marketing uh, advertisements, but also uh, in, in safety systems, uh, tracking the uh, eye of the driver uh, if he's still looking uh, at the road uh, with just the use of a simple camera. So this is uh, this technology is called gaze estimation. We uh, gained uh, very good results when it comes to um, quality of, uh, of this type of measurement and, uh, um, for example, this kind of thing. So... Um, as I said, we started as a um, as a R and D company uh, with, with a bunch of uh, very uh, wisdom heads, wisdom guys, and um, this is what what we what you said at the beginning, uh, and, and what I mentioned that we have uh, those scientists. Without them, without this kind of people, uh, we uh, could be only only a company that uh, provides uh, software solutions uh, with uh, really smart guys on board. Uh, we can add something on top of that, uh, like um, doing the whole R&D process, uh, like a digital product development. So uh, we are becoming a real partners uh, to our customers. So they treat us like a part of the old team. Very, very nice. Hey, let's talk about some of the other things that you do do, because um, you have a lot of value solutions across um, IoT and as you said, big data. Um, what is kind of the larger sweet spot for your organization right now in, in terms of the services that you deliver? Everything uh, which connects software and hardware. This is uh, uh, something uh, which uh, we like very much and uh, uh, which we provide uh, very success successful to our clients. Uh, so uh, whenever you need to uh, develop an app, but it has to be connected, for example, with wearables, like a smartwatch uh, for measuring uh, Parkinson uh, disease, uh, like, a, like a special smart band which uh, measures uh, your heart rate, for example. So that uh, requires not only software and AI algorithms, but also a piece of hardware that needs to be somehow mounted, installed, and connected with uh, with the software so this kind of solutions uh, we uh, we create we develop and uh, uh, everything what is connected uh, uh, to medtech and health healthcare particularly is something that we are really proud of that we can deliver this kind of solutions to to customers to society in general 
So I want to flip and talk about leadership because you do have quite a big team. You've grown this this company in a, in a very beautiful way. Um, you shared a little bit about what your vision was when you established the company, but let's just talk about some of the things about, about leadership and how you keep that vision going to such a large, a large group of people as you've scaled up. Um, anything specific that you utilize when you uh, are communicating to your teams? How do you, how do you keep them all united? This is the most important part of um, creating and de developing and growing the company, to be honest, uh, people uh, who are behind the company. Uh, when I started uh, with my friend from studies, my co-founder Martin, uh, we are just there were just two of us, uh, literally with nothing, uh, with uh, zero balance, <laughs> I would say. Uh, so, so we had to do everything on our own, uh, and um, it was like a really long run at the beginning, just you know to uh, get to the point uh, which is uh, called, of course, break-even point that we could even um, pay compositions ourselves um, but when uh, during the time when the ball was rolling we were able to um, hire people of course and um, the key is that I always wanted to hire the best possible people uh, we could afford so even um, sacrificing my uh, own position in the company in terms of for example paying my uh, uh, salary uh, I uh, preferred to create and build uh, the best possible team because I always uh, knew that uh, it will pay off <clears throat> uh, in the end. Um, so uh, right now, of course, long story short, uh, um, we have uh, like, um, I don't want to, I don't want to say like, like a meet management level uh, people because uh, we uh, don't want to be, you know, considered as, as a corporate uh, or something like that. Uh, but um, the most, the very important thing is to uh, find the people not only technically skilled but also with uh, with the soft skills uh, mm -hmm. for managing other people. So I was lucky enough to to hire uh, uh, one um, person who was uh, um, already um, you know experienced with uh, running eighty people company. So she helped us a lot with building a proper structure, uh, getting a, a, a right people on board for that middle management thing. And uh, right now she's a head of people and culture and she's responsible for all the uh, soft part of the company. So um, to be honest, I was very lucky to, to find a, a right person to help me with that soft part because I was always focused on to doing business, uh, you know, chasing clients, uh, delivering projects, because this is something which uh, gives uh, the company cash flow, which is, of course, crucial to, to de develop any business. But also at some point you need to um, find somebody who is going to help you in the areas that you uh, do not necessarily have uh, enough skills, you know. So, so uh, I knew that uh, I really uh, need support in some fields. One of them was uh, people management. And uh, luckily, after eight years, uh, I was able to find the proper person. And uh, right now, it's quite easy with her to, to, you know, to manage the team. That's such a wonderful compliment to her. Hey, and we always say, you know, we can't all be everything. So it's best to understand, yeah, where you need to augment your your skills and, and fill the gap. And I think um, the successful CEOs I talk to do that very, very well. 
Hey, like you said, you started this in um, 2009. Uh, you've scaled it up in, in such a wonderful way. On this program, we like to talk about naked truths. Like, you know, give us another example of a hard lesson that you learned along the way in this process. Um, I know there's probably a lot, but, you know, pick pick something to share with our listeners. Mm, lots, of course, lots of them. Um, during all the way, I was trying different things, uh, like also um, uh, spinning off some uh, ideas uh, in, into a separate uh, uh, entities. Um, because I thought that uh, if I have uh, more, um, not companies, but but more projects uh, in place, uh, eventually one of them or two of them or a couple of them uh, will be profitable, and it like it's like uh, you know uh, minimizing the risk of running the business. So mm-hmm. so it's uh, totally wrong. It was totally wrong, because um, in, when uh, you are uh, at the early stage of the company, of growing the company, of doing the business. You need to focus. Uh, really, you need to focus on on something uh, uh, which uh, gives you the most promising results. Uh, and uh, having uh, not so many resources, different times like money, like people, like all type of resources, it's not really good idea uh, to um, um, put your hands into different things. Uh, so, so if uh, i made a mistake and i made them a lot of them uh, that was uh, one or two of them but i thought that one of the projects uh, that uh, we were were working on could be a next big thing next big uh, you know product that uh, uh, it will uh, let us uh, survive and be successful so i forgot about the main part of the business then uh, back then so uh, my advice do not do that focus on on the main uh, thing that you do if you're folk and if, if you are successful with that, uh, then think about other things. Let's jump topics again and and talk about the importance of recognition. Um, you have received quite a bit of of recognition. You've been uh, <clears throat> deemed a leading service provider by Clutch, one of the top IoT developers in Poland. Uh, you've been the Polish company international champion from PwC. You know, is it important for you as a leader to pursue these awards? Are these things that are happening organically and naturally? And and what do you think they're they do for business? You you just talked about like your focus are are is is chasing awards part of your strategy? Is it just a a nice thing that is happening around you? No, no, definitely it's not a part of our strategy. But uh, at the point, uh, the stage where we are right now. Uh, it definitely helps uh, in different ways. First of all, uh, it's a recognition not for myself, not of my work, but of the work of the whole team. And I always say that to to my uh, co-workers, to my friends uh, in DEC, uh, that uh, all the awards that we get, uh, these are their awards, their effort. Uh, and this is important uh, for me um, to feel that they work is recognized uh, properly. Mm. So this is this is one thing. The second thing is, uh, of course, uh, it gives us a, as as a company exposure to the world. So so we are better recognized by our customers. Uh, of course, thanks to that, uh, we can get more leads. So business wise, it helps uh, as well. But it was not. Uh, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't our goal at all. Uh, never ever. So it's just something that happens uh, like parallelly and you know, like like a cherry on the top. That is so, that's so nice. I want to talk about 
balancing what you've built and and scaling your company with the fact that you know you are a family man you have um we've three children how do you make sure that you are able to serve this wonderful company that you're building and make sure that you're keeping some sort of i hate the word balance but some sort of um you know base and 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 reality in your home life you know, uh, it's uh, the, the whole life. It's like a jigsaw that uh, every puzzle needs to you know needs to fit. Uh, and um, I, I think I'm really, I was really lucky enough, and I'm still really lucky now that I have a great um, shareholders, my co co owners of the company. So we support each other in different ways, uh, uh, also uh, in 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 private life as well. Um, so this is one thing. Um, Right now, it's again quite comfortable because uh, I've got a company with a proper structure, uh, with the people that I um, trust. So uh, I, I don't know if I should say that, but I'm not really uh, crucial to run the company at the moment. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, it's a big badge of honor when you hit that point, when you've scaled up yeah. and, and grown and you've hit that point. Yes, and, and, and I'm very happy with that, to be honest. And uh, that gives me a great satisfaction that uh, if I'm not there, uh, nothing bad happens. Of course, in the long term or, or maybe in the midterm, uh, I'm still uh, important. At least I hope so. <laughs> at least I hope so. Uh, but uh, really, I can I can leave the company in, in a good hands right now, and uh, the business will run for sure. And that gives me uh, a space for for fam for my family for raising my kids. Um, I have great uh, opportunity right now to show them the world, you know. So this is this is something, in my opinion, is the most important that uh, I have. Um, uh, I have a chance to to show my children the world, the diversity of the world, uh, different cultures, different you know nations, different countries, uh, and uh, having that balance. I don't know. Uh, I don't like this word as well, but having that, that balance right now is something that makes me very, very happy and calm. But uh, it was a tough way to get to that point, really. So technology is a place where you always have to be on edge. You always have to, you know, know what's going on. And and I know you've described this wonderful time uh, of of having all of these people in the right place. You've shared about how you really are an R&D company and you have these, these scientists and these PhD holders, but where are you looking to keep sharp and, um, and get your inspiration from? How do you, how do you plug in to stay current? Um, I won't, uh, I always wanted to be, uh, you know, surrounded by the people smarter than myself. Uh, and, and I have that um, situation. I, I created uh, that situation on my own, to be honest. So uh, um, all my guys uh, with uh, with PhD scientists, they are uh, with one leg uh, on the business side, but also with another uh, still in the scientific world. Uh, most of them are still uh, lecturers uh, at the universities. So when it comes to um, being, you know, um, as you said, um, uh, on the edge with technology, um, so they are like my, maybe not single point of truth, but one of the most important point of truth when it comes to uh, technology development and which direction we should go as a company. Uh, we have something like internal R&D agenda, so we're not waiting for the world to show us what to do. 
uh, we try to create our own topics. Uh, so uh, even if we don't have, this is interesting, even if we don't have like a commercial projects uh, uh, for the whole team uh, from our clients, uh, we have uh, uh, something which is a backlog of our own R&D uh, initiatives, uh, uh, which are run by our uh, PhD guys. Uh, so we can always work on something that is interesting to us, but also that is uh, state of the art uh, from the point of techno- from the technology point of view. Yeah, and then you get to pursue your own patents and and have yeah. your own ownership. Exactly. One of the things exactly. that you said that I thought was a, a real gem in there is that you're not waiting for the world to show you what to do. I I think that probably is a fundamental truth that has helped accelerate the growth of your of your business. Um, that's a very lovely statement. Thank you. Hey, um, these interviews are quick and and short, but we want to know. Like what's next for you? If if we talk to you in another six months, twelve months, two years, what are some of the things that we can look for from you and from DAC? Of course, we want to uh, still be a growing company, so uh, we are looking for scaling our activities. Um, right now, we are right now next year we are studying um, uh, a new branch in Germany. Uh, and uh, we are looking uh, also to open uh, the office in states, probably New York or Boston, because uh, this is the part of, of the states that we have uh, um, th- that our clients are most uh, from. Um, where, um, so th- this is in terms of 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 DEC uh, from the perspective of of my um, own activities. Uh, I'm trying to be engaged more and more in um, Polish IT and startup startup landscape, I would say. So, so uh, I'm starting to invest some small amounts into Polish perspective startups, just to give back something to to the society, to the ecosystem that uh, I'm the part of as well. That is so fabulous. And the other thing you shared with me is uh, you're going to be writing more for Forbes for the Council of Technology. Is that yeah, correct? The- Yes, this is this is uh, something uh, like hot news to us, and something <laughs> new. Yeah. Uh, I was accepted uh, to Forbes Technology Council, so it, it will give me a chance to uh, to publish uh, some articles from time to time uh, in, in Forbes resources. So yes, I'm looking forward to to, to share my thoughts on technology uh, next year. Thank you so much for being a guest. Hey, if people want to learn more, connect with you and the company, where should they go and what should they do? Of course, uh, you can always visit uh, the company's website, uh, dc.digital, uh, but I'm most active and most uh, present uh, on LinkedIn. So so LinkedIn is my uh, daily uh, resource. Yeah. Thank you so much. Hey, to our listeners, if you heard something today that you think somebody else needs to know or hear, please pass along an episode of this podcast. As always, we are looking for great, disruptive, and innovative CEOs to speak with. Send me a note at connect at allisonksummers.com. Until then, keep your eye on the future and always be disruptive. Thank you again. Thank you. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.